little lady. Alright, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, yeah, seriously, hope everyone's happy and healthy out there. And obviously, there's a lot that we're going to be talking about that relates explicitly to everyone's happiness and health, um, which of course uh, is the current global pandemic. Um, yeah, but before all of that, I think it'd be nice just to remind everybody um, that we're here, that we're happy, that we're healthy, and um, we've still had some highlights of our weeks and some good things that have been happening. So yeah, let's chat and let's you know re um, recollect on those things and uh, have the opportunity to talk about the big wide world. Mm. And the things that have been occurring. And so, in that vein, I'm just going to quickly mention my highlight of the week, mm -hmm. which was getting. Oh, damn. Yes. Yes. Getting <laughs> my watch. <laughs> that was my highlight of the week. Yes. All the things that are attached to it and that are associated with it and that surrounded it, those are irrelevant. Mm. The watch is here. Um, and uh, I have to say, I, I've never been so happy to have something so unnecessary in my life. Mm. Feel on my good. Wrist. Feel good. Yes. Feel That's good. real good. Yes. The word unnecessary is um, necessary. Well, I just do not see the appeal, to be honest. Well, why? You are just meant to. Because I've got my phone already, yeah. those going on. I don't yeah. have to be looking at a watch on my wrist and you don't have that. to. You, nah, just, you, I don't know. I, I mean, just feel like a watch should be a watch. Okay. Well, I see it as well, we're almost definitely moving towards smartwatches. In, indefinitely is the way that it will go. And in a few years, you will have a smartwatch. I just need you to know this. If I don't wear a watch to begin with, really. And I if agree. If I was to wear a watch, yeah. it wouldn't be that. Would okay. Be um, I also agree at the unnecessariness of the product itself. Um, to which I say this on a regular basis. This is so cool, but so unnecessary. Um, not to say that I don't love it, because I really do. Um, and it's not it's not unnecessary when you make it necessary. What I mean by that is there are many things you can do to make your life easier while using that watch, i.e., having your calendar and your um and your daily schedule on your wrist available so that even if you're not with your with your with your phone you have on your watch okay i will say um kudos son for sell you know providing those selling points of okay. of the watch okay but for me um when i comment this and i'll refer to something that your mother said um which is the unnecessary is the necessary word fair point um and i mentioned unnecessary purely because the things that it can do mm. are unnecessary but it's not unnecessary having a watch yeah and when your mum said i want a watch to be a watch to me it's that's the same saying i want a phone to be a phone yeah, why yeah. is my phone taking pictures yeah and rah 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 yeah. uh, that's how i see it i agree yeah, i used to have I that feeling like... about phones mm. um Remember, but I'm I feel a watch could be phones. a watch though because you've got the time on your phone. <laughs> um, 
No. I, I don't, see, I don't I use just, my phone to tell the time. I use a watch to tell the time. Yeah, I was having a watch. But yeah, that's the point. Fair enough. I don't... Yeah. See, like... I think that any anything that can do more than its main purpose... It's original intention. Yeah, then it's original intention. It shouldn't be frowned upon. Because it's like, it's a watch. And it can just do a watch if you want it to. No, but a watch, for me, at times is about, you know, the way it looks and the way it feels. And do you know what I mean? And Look there's a lot of... It's, look, it's, not, it's nice. I mean, like a timepiece. Do you it, know what I mean? Like, it yeah. is nice. It's a nice timepiece. You can get um, displays. I can understand the sort of classiness yeah, of the, a the mechanics. Nice and, yeah, you know, it's beautiful. There's a lot to a watch. Yeah. That I feel that it can it can be just a watch and be great. Um, I I'm sort of conflicted in that sense mm. because I feel like at least for my generation, a lot of it is um. A lot of it is in terms of watches and having a watch or having like a timepiece called it with is status and having like a nice Rolex mm-hmm. or so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And less about less about actually being able to tell the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more because, about having the piece. Because if we were talking about um just watch like watches and their functionality in general, could we then say watches are unnecessary because I always have my phone available? Yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Yeah. So um, I would then go back to the whole aesthetics and yeah. the other watch. I think, um, I think that's beautiful, though. Mm. I, think the aesthetic, I think aesthetically it looks really nice. And it's better than that stupid-ass Apple Watch. Because that's yeah. just a small... Ta- that's like an iPod shuffle it's... on your wrist. Yeah. This, that actually looks like a watch. Yeah, fair. Um, and then it's like steel brush, metal. It, it's, um, I think it's sleek. I think it works with a lot of things. Maybe if they get it in a green strap. You can get green straps. Really? You can. Get yeah. Green straps. you can. Yeah. And I think the interchangeable I think the interchangeable nature of it as well makes it a bit more appealing. Mm. I'm not saying this like I don't have one, because I do have one. I'm just not wearing it right now. Why are you not wearing it right now? It's charging. That's my biggest annoyance. Oh. Is that I have to charge my watch. And um I will say this as well, for context, people, they got me a Samsung watch they got me a Galaxy watch for my for Christmas and I loved it. I love it all the time. But I always say that I would never, I wouldn't buy it. And it's super <laughs> nice. I just won't spend that much money. But thank you for spending that much money on me. You're welcome, I son. appreciate it. Um, yeah, and on, like moving forward, nah, they're just so nice. There's so many things you can so do. So nice. They are. because I just, don't know. I don't know if I want to have that if, relationship with I'm the I'm telling you, if you had one, you would, you would appreciate it to the same level. You would, 100%. Zane, what's your highlight of the week? Um, probably just getting my test results. Um, they turned up better than I thought they would be for subjects that I feel like I don't do very well on. Like, for example, English. I, um, my grade went up by double, so it was actually really nice. From what it used to be? Yeah. So, well, now you can speak English? Yeah. (laughs) Great, okay. Nice work. No, that's um commendable. Which other subjects? Um, chemistry was higher than I thought it'd be. It was actually um higher than my physics until I was I actually dug eleven grades. I mean marks. Eleven marks. Eleven marks up my physics paper. But before that, it was actually higher, which was surprising. Seeing as I always feel like chemistry is the hardest science in GCSE. Ah, uh, I still think biology myself. Mm. Not because yeah, I, I think with biology, it's, it's about the drawing. 
Okay, like okay, best yeah. line of fit. And that that's. <laughs> I was able to tell you about best line. Yeah, of I know. Fit. <laughs> I was able to tell you about best line of fit. And, and yes. No. Um. Yeah, biology is is is, is a bit deceptive because it's always seen as like the soft science. Um, it is because there's less statistics. I mean, it, it is. It's just um, memorization. Really. Yeah, but then rote learning. It's like so. I didn't do. I think I did worse on biology than either of the other two sciences. Yeah, I always do worse on biology. Yeah, but I still chose biology A level because it was the most fun out of the three okay. for me. Um, biology A level terrible though. Not to yeah. say it's terrible. It's really, really fun it, and interesting. But you learn more words. You, you learn the... more new words per biology lesson than you do doing um, an A level language. Imagine that. Well, it is a whole new language, isn't it? Yeah. In and of itself. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So that was your highlight. Yeah. Yeah. Jason. Um. What was my highlight? I would say the highlight of the week last week was the exhibition that Dad and I attended. Exhibition? Yep. My friend had a private viewing of some watercolours that she had painted. Ooh. And, um, yeah, so we went along to that and it was in this lovely little house what was that house what was it like a, I think it was called Burr House it was Hampstead yeah, Museum or something some kind of museum in Hampstead and she had a room an exhibition room and yeah it was it was good man it was good her work was beautiful she'd done some really she's um very keen horse rider she loves horses okay. and she translated that love of horses onto oh you showed me yeah. oh I remember um yeah, there was one in particular that was really exquisite. I believe it was called What a Peach. What a but, Peach. Yeah, I just really like her style and the way she, she uses a brush. Um, and there were some other pieces, like a leopard that she did and a tiger. No, it was a tiger. Um, and a leopard as well. And a leopard, sorry. They were both. Um, some other exquisite creatures, as she called them. But no, it was a really, really lovely exhibition and glad we went along. So, yeah. My mm. highlight was that. Nice. Nice. Finally me. Um, I have two, but I'm only going to go with one. Because that's what we're doing here. Um, my highlight of the week was probably, probably my phone, really. I got a new uh, phone. Yeah. yeah, see, I forgot that happened. Then I was like, oh, it happened. Mm. Um, yes, technology, Samsung, the future. Um, yeah. Got an S20, beautiful, very, very nice. Yes. What? What's up? Just the, the, the fear in, that's in my bones when I think about you carrying it with no glass cover. All right, see, now my thing is, I know now that I will get a glass cover, but I spent two years with the last one and, like, in the last four months of me having it, was there a small nick on it? So I think uh, I'm going better with... I've never been bad with them, but better with, um, sort of, what was that look? That look was, there was a time when you weren't good with them. When, there was one time in university. <laughs> that time when you like dropped it like five times in one day. Oh yeah, no, that's other time. Remember that time in the kitchen? That's, oh, where you dropped, you dropped it like three times in a space of three minutes. What? You were in the kitchen. Which one? <laughs> 
the I think it was the six. S6. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. That, that phone. I was really I'm reckless with that one. But outside of that, there there have been no instances of me breaking phones. Like think what? think or melting cables. Yeah, right? but that's that's all in the same the same phone that we're talking about. Yeah. The S six. My point is. Yeah. Incidents. No, there's been one incident. There no, was there's one. been one phone, but multiple incidents. Nah, man. There have been. There, okay, so there's been there were that multiple one incidents phone. with that phone. Multiple really, incidents man. with that phone, and really then no in, incidents. There was no. After. Okay, let me defend myself. There was <laughs> one. There was one big incident where. Um, that I told you guys about. That's why I don't tell you things. But there was that one big incident where the um, this the phone the phone case was on fire because I left it on the hot plate. Yeah, yeah. you were cooking. Yeah. I know that one. Uh, well, this is at, at uni, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, this is at uni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the reason I took the phone case off, and that's the reason it broke eventually. Yeah. Um, however. That is the only incident. That's more than one incident. No, it's the, that's Let me one put it this incident. Way. No, no, no. Yes. Melting the case like... is one incident. Okay. Then going and dropping the phone, that's another incident. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Because your phone was still Debatable. functional after you melted your case. When you dropped it, it wasn't. <laughs> you know. But yes, you've had... Your highlight of the week was your new phone. Yeah, my new phone. Which you're not yes. going to drop. No, but it's scratched. How? Did you drop it? No, I just showed you. It's like a little... It's a very so where tiny... did that scratch come from then? I no, think... it's just not protected. No, don't do that. I think that it was because I was washing my phone. Yes. You were washing your phone. Yes, yeah, you were supposed to wash your phone. <laughs> this was a, the other morning, it was there with soap bubbles and everything. You got to wash your phone. It was like, you're new, your brand new phone. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's this? Is this pre-COVID? Oh. Or is yeah, this... no. Really? Post. Post. Post-COVID. Yeah. So you got to wash your phone. No, like after after the announcement. Uh, when did they announce this? I don't know. Just whenever the I don't know. Whenever, whenever the epidemic came about. What what feed have you been getting? No, Twitter. Twitter just shows you things and yeah, everything. Yeah, what's your phone, man? What's no, your phone? Gonna die if you don't watch your phone. No, it was just like um one of those being hygienic, okay. and then I think, oh, I never really yeah. washed my phone. To me. Yeah, but the thing is, your phone is brand new. You got it the day before. Yeah, but yeah. okay, nice. Just it, it came it. from Korea, though, right? Uh, firstly, firstly, firstly. <laughs> I got a phone on Tuesday. Yeah. So by Thursday, it was we were talking about... Yes. You got a phone on Tuesday. Listen, mate, by Wednesday, you had it. Number if you two. got it from the phone, number, it doesn't matter how much number you Number two, number two, number two, number two. Um, the amount of bacteria and various different microorganisms that are probably on the, on the screen of your phone because oh, yeah. you touch it all day would mean that even if I got it on the day, it would be dirty. So it would need to be washed regardless. And number three, it was properly getting washed as well. It was it like soap pop, suds. Oh, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like a, La- a wet no, tissue. No, Love it over I swear to God, man. there was soap suds. Love it over exaggerating. I swear if, there was soap suds. Do you want me to do it right now and show that there isn't a, a way to get the um, soap suds on my phone? You I will show like you. Going like this. Yeah, I was yeah. going like that, but it was not. It wasn't. It wasn't mm. that deep. Like, yeah. 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 The thing is, you couldn't really scratch the screen with a sponge. No, it wasn't about the sponge. It was about the drying. <laughs> scratched it with the with the drying. Yeah, like a, it's a coarse material, the tissue. No. Or, no. or Okay, when you see this this you see the size of the of the scratch. It's like a little t- Exactly. So it can't have been something huge that could that scratch. Can we not talk about this scratch anymore. Oh it's actually driving me to distraction. <laughs> so it was either tissue or me taking that out of my pocket because I haven't dropped it. Anyway, because of this little scratch you're going to get a case on you. I might. Mm. Cool. 
Henry. What? Did you say your highlight? Yeah, he started it. He started it. Oh, yes, of course. It was the watch highlight. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, where are we at now? Um, challenges. Are we at... Are challenges. Ah, okay. Yeah, challenges is a good one to talk about. Right. I mean, re- the reality is the rest of this is going to be consumed, isn't it, by things? Yeah. Um, well, my challenge... I can talk about mine. Okay, you want to talk about No, nah, you talk about yours. You started. Anyway. Oh, don't Go for it. My challenge was to... Um, you just tell us how you didn't do your challenge, please. <laughs> yeah, but I've got reasons. I've got That's reasons. fine. I, have, I have such huge reasons. Oh, goodness me. Really. That the, there will be no debates. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, you ready? So, yeah. we, I, I assume we don't remember what my challenge was, but my challenge... I remember. What, Japan? No, you don't. I do, actually. Okay, because yesterday, you thought yeah, it was no, something else. I, I know, know. but because so of no, yesterday, no. I don't know what it is today. <laughs> <laughs> If we had done this yesterday, you would have been talking about something else. Yes. That's, that's just not where it should be. Anyway, um, it was Japan, planning a trip to Japan. I'd just like to say for the Go record, on. I remembered instantly. Yeah, you did. Fair play. Was. Thank you. Thank you, Dad. Um, I did not do my challenge. <laughs> I will accept that. Um, however, yes. There is a virus going on. There's a, a pandemic. There's, really? a, there's an actual global <laughs> pandemic. Shut what, up, Zay. What, what did you say? He said, really? <laughs> well done. Well done for that being your one contribution to this conversation. <laughs> really? It was worth it. No, it wasn't. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes. So, I do not know the feasibility for me to go to Japan. Regardless, I will probably go. Mate. You haven't got the feasibility to go to Tottenham right now. <laughs> yeah. to what the hell are you talking about? I want to go to Japan, though, man. We'll talk about that in a bit. And I'm sure <laughs> that flight t- flight, uh, flight tickets... You're not sure so of cheaper. anything. I'm sure. No, you know. Flight come on, tickets. Come on. Like air travel, you know what I mean. Plane come tickets. Yeah. That may be flight true, tickets. but also the Olympics. Yeah, but it's just before the Olympics. Also, they probably might cancel. They're almost definitely going to yeah. um, postpone probably, the Olympics. Probably. So it will be... It will be um, post-apocalypse Japan. Just me enjoying myself, moving around through the seas. Through the sea on through your the own. Sea. Hey, <laughs> the, em- the empty seas. <laughs> the empty streets. Yeah, Tokyo. Looking at Kyoto. closed. Yeah. Establishments. Of course, easy. Awesome. Yeah. It didn't start in Japan. It started in China. In fact, if anything, I don't know how many cases Japan has, but it's significantly less than both China. Japan, Italy. no, sorry, China, yeah. Iran, Italy. Italy. Um, yes, yeah, they it's are. Really... China, Japan, and Italy are. Sorry. China, Italy, China. Iran. Um, Japan's Korea. number 12, right above the UK. Um, oh, okay, really? Okay. Um, well, before we get down this track, yeah. can we go through people's challenges, please? Yeah, challenges. Mum. Uh, my challenge was to do some work with the podcast and mm-hmm. get some episodes published, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> which I did. I still have one left to do. Lovely. Um, and I also did some work on the Instagram page as well, so that's coming together nicely. Mm, it's just nice actually listening to the shows and then uh, putting the uh, story together. Talks too much. Telling, yeah. No, I didn't tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. I did. In episode two, you, you, it was Kamal's takeover. I know, man. I feel like there are times where conversation needs to be carried and people are invited to talk and then they don't. Yeah, but if they don't really have anything to share on that subject, then, you know, what's the point? I mean, 
There are loads of subjects. What's that? There are loads of subjects. Yeah. To get involved. But that particular episode, there were f- a few that I could get involved in. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, my uh, my challenge was to play the piano, which I didn't do at all. For no particular reason. Boo! Yeah. Boo. Bad. Boo! It's bad. Boo! What are you going to do about it? I suspect and once again I would like him to come up with a solution um, because I don't want him to be fed the solution fair enough and for him to you know not take ownership of it plus unless I'm very much mistaken and I hope this is the case you're being particularly considerate of what you say to me for some reasons. <laughs> reasons. Yeah, reasons. Um, I hope so. And if not, you should be <laughs> considering what you say to me for some reasons. <laughs> <laughs> some reasons which will go unsaid. What is wrong with that boy? Um, but yeah, what are you going to do about it? I don't know. What did you say? I don't know. You don't know what you're going to do about playing the piano. Sorry, I just want to be clear that that's, that's your answer. I'll try to play it. I'll try. Sorry. I what just want, what, what's your answer? I just want to know what your answer is. Clearly, please. I'll try and do the challenge that I didn't do last week. Okay. All right. So, Dad. I... Uh-huh. I've written my story. You're getting on my nerves. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Jeez. really trying not to make those. Oh, dear. What is wrong uh. with you? Um, the, yeah, the the task that I had, or the challenge that I had was to uh, write a complete short story, or a complete story, um, which I did. Uh, started another one. And um, on the basis of today alone, I think I've got, Another, I've got something that I need to express in the form of a story. So, uh, yeah. So is this just um? This this feels. Sorry, go on. No. So was there any of this for any competitions, or is it just you? Yeah, it was uh, for one competition for which I realised a deadline had passed, um, but that wasn't. It doesn't make it futile. Um, because the content is still transferable to mm. other competitions anyway. Cool. And it's really about getting into a consistent habit of writing creatively, which, mm. um, yeah. Nice. So. Onto virus. Onto the virus. I'd rather just call it life because ultimately that's what That's it what is. it is now. Mm. It's life. It's it life is. has changed. Not my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at this in terms of the it's the pace at which everything has changed uh, yeah you know I think the word I used the word seismic earlier but really it's like it's of earthquake like proportions biblical proportions the scale of 
what I think more than anything else is paranoia. Yeah, that's my mm. main um, thing. Yeah. Because at I, the end of the day, it's a it's a cold. Yeah, truth be told, it's not. See now, if it was something that so volatile like affected you and you had really volatile symptoms, mm. like suddenly just spewing blood out randomly mm. and exploding your bowels and all sorts, then um, I would be more inclined to 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 worry. Yeah. But I guess me at my age and my strong immune system, I don't feel any sort of way. I empathise and worry for those that are immunosuppressed mm-hmm. and um, are more likely to get said um, virus because that is serious for you. But yeah. this general um, panic buying and paranoia mm-hmm. and stu- just stupid decisions being made it really aggravated me to the point where I don't take this seriously because humanity as a whole is just is so stupid and stupid, stupid and annoying. This is just this is just really highlighted the immense collective stupidity, selfishness. Yeah, usually. that's what it is. It's yeah, maybe it's unfair selfish. to just call everyone stupid because mm-hmm. self-preservation, mm-hmm. our instinct for survival is the greatest imperative that we have. And whether that's fed through the prism of, you know, our thought process, uh, and that's really down to the information that we're consuming and the quote-unquote leadership that we're getting in these times. Um, Yeah, it doesn't change the fact that you're still going to react to it on the basis of survival and the survival instinct. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is when you see the best and the worst of people. You see people with all of their window dressing removed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and them at their core. And you see them at their core. And unfortunately, what this is revealing is that, particularly in the Western world... Especially the Western world. The core is rotten. Mm. And it's, it's disgusting. Because, it? mm. like, even in terms of stocking up on various different things, why stock on toilet paper as a priority... I did not understand that. I think Zane can answer that question. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah? Well, let's put it this way. <clears throat> I actually think that if we didn't have to budget <laughs> for your toilet roll consumption, <laughs> we would have enough toilet roll to last us until September 2021. <laughs> That's um, right, I'm convinced. I also found it weird and annoying that people were buying out fresh meat because I think it's meat. So you're either stacking your fridges full of fresh meat um, or you're eating that all within a week or so. There's freezers, man, freezers. Yeah, but that's, but, yeah, that's what I just said, man. You said stacking your fridge. Did I say fridge? Oh. Ah, I meant freezers, sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's almost like all the shops are going to close. Like, lockdown is, everything's going to shut down. Yeah, it's just like, that's like, no, that's not, that. nobody said that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's kind of like the way people are going crazy. It's mm. like, what information do you have that tells you you've got to now go and buy enough shopping for three weeks? It's like, who's even got the storage the space for, for this, really? Do you know what Where I mean? The, there's just a stack of toilet paper in your sitting room, really. <laughs> <laughs> Making a fort. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. What's oh, it actually? You what's it um what's it like at school? Um 
Well, conversation. Of course, of course, of course people being stupid in school. So, so what? What level of stupidity have we reached? It's not that bad. Trust me, there's big stupidity it's, it's, going it's on not, in workplaces. It's not so. that bad. It's just like very, very constant use of what's called hand sanitizer. Oh, so the point where, like, um, if you guys have got hand sanitizer in school, yeah, but they actually put it's a bunch of. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, they actually, they um, a lot throughout the school. Yeah, they're doing that throughout the first mind. two days. They were all out. <laughs> all of them. You said that was a hit of exasperation. Two days. And normally there's like um three in the school, like two two in the atrium and one in the lunch hall. Normally those take like three weeks to go to run out. With so one normally day. you guys are dirty, but exactly, exactly. Yeah. You're filthy. And every filthy time someone coughs slightly, slightly, just a little. <laughs> Corona! Corona! <laughs> in the corridors. Okay, and I, then, I can't imagine the stupidity. And then my physics teacher was sending me a story. Because he, he, I like my physics teacher. He, he tells some stories every now and then. So um, there was this kid who came 30 minutes late to school. He came into the class. <laughs> the first thing they said was, so I might have Corona. <laughs> and then um, everyone looks at him. And they started explaining themselves, like, I saw this Chinese man on the bus. And then <laughs> there were, like, three people, like, a bunch of people in the class. He just started shouting at them, <laughs> telling them about themselves. And my teacher just sat there with a smug on his face, watching as um, the kids, um, what's called, the person who was being racist about these Chinese people just got insulted. Like, he didn't even stop them. He was just like, you deserve this. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's, that's nice. That's nice. But... Terrible, but it's nice in its own way. Mm. Mm. So, so, are you feeling like you shouldn't be at school right now? No, no, no. Kids want to be at school. It's just, it's just a good. Mm. Do you kids want to be I don't know if I'll go that yeah. far. I mean, no, I think I would, I think I'd rather, the GCSEs. I'd ra- yeah, I'd rather be in school yeah. at this point. Mm. It would be, be kind of an issue not mm. being there. Yeah, mm. um, they're doing that at university as well, though. True. Yeah, Carmen's already been what dismissed. Yeah. I mean, Tariq, Tariq left the America as a whole. But um, yeah. I know Jason, uh, I think they said that by the end of the week, they'll have a decision as to what they're going to do moving forward in terms of exams. Because it looks like they're not going to be holding exams at Aston at least. And they have one or three options of either postponing them, postponing them until, say, winter. Um, just giving everyone their expected grade, essentially. So... It would be fine for Jason because he's expected a first. Yeah. But, um, and then there was also, say, doing all your exams online. And I think that's what they're doing with Tariq. Yeah. Yeah. I suspect that that's going to be more preferred option for mm. a lot of people. I think it was, um, um, go on, sorry. But I don't know if they'll be able to set up an infrastructure, knowing what I know of the system or lack thereof, it, it will be monumental efforts required to set up a fail-safe system. Mm. Um, and I'm not entirely sure how you monitor. I would not trust the number of parents I know who would cheat. cheat. Oh, so definitely. Parents, not the kids, the parents. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. No, I would never entrust. Parents that would sit their child's exam. No, the kind of parents that... Anyway, no, yeah. No. Um... So yeah, I think I think that the the notion or idea of shutting down schools is a bit more interesting than secondary school, 
because in um, secondary school and primary school, but mainly secondary school, because you think if they were to shut schools down at the, in this period, like on the run up towards GCSEs, mm-hmm. then when would students do their GCSEs? Yeah. So when Zane was talking about um, what they like the the various things that they would do if they did have to shut the school down, mm-hmm. and um, we were sort of discussing me and you then were discussing like the how feasible it would be to do your GCSEs in September because essentially. I don't know how it would work because it's it like. It just doesn't make sense. Would you? Would you? Would you, would you reverse use, the summer or something? Or would you no, just have would no you have to? You'd have to check. You would. You, you have either, to like reverse the holiday and test. Yeah, so yeah, go straight yeah. but you'd have to either say change the whole academic year. Yeah, the academic cycle. The academic cycle as a whole. Yeah. Um, and that would have to be for every layer of education mm, as well. With the exactly. Nursery. And it'd be too huge to change. And then nothing they could do is just. I mean, nothing is ever too huge to change, but. It's a permanent decision. Yeah, yeah. You can't you know just go. It's not a. It's not a whimsical kind of mm. action that we take here. It's okay. And forever? then, re- yeah, because yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Otherwise, had, so what happens then? Let's say Corona never rears its ugly head again. The simple fact of the matter is, if you told these this generation to take their exams in winter, how do you ever revert back to the traditional school year? What's the process and protocol that you take? Or do you phase that in over years? And why should yeah. they be the guinea pigs? Zen had the idea of, um, say, you would do it in September. Am I correct? Yeah, because mm. you, you have like four seasons for the test. Yeah. It's mm. Summer, autumn, winter and um, spring. It was, and they'll have a test period, mainly for um, resets. But um, because they will have separate tests, they normally, um, you could just have the summer test at autumn. Yeah. But what I was saying was like, mm, I forgot exactly what I said. But it was, another idea I had was that um, you could like slowly move it back, the years back, to the original state, if you know what I mean. Oh, is in so oh so like every year you just incrementally yeah so like well, that's say, but that's why in like in like twelve years yeah, yeah. so like yeah. in like twelve years you'd be back to the point you were initially at okay I mean that wouldn't yeah. which I wouldn't know, be just, too much of a I just issue. don't think that that's but then but but yeah. even then I think to be perfectly frank certainly having worked in education for a number of years there have been debates that have been ongoing about changing the structure of an academic year anyway. And maybe even having more small, shorter terms or um, staggering things. In, sorry? No, like splitting up the summer holiday. So instead of having that six week yeah. block, having it like. Which is still, amount. yeah, so it still mean like shorter terms um, yeah. and more of them. Uh, but there's also the idea of having um, extended school days. <laughs> that didn't that. No, well, but you know, oh, I mean, like, making it formally as a sort uh, of central. Uh, yeah, but th- I mean, this could potentially be an opportunity to revisit a whole number of things. And in fact, as a society, this is an opportunity. It is. It's an opportunity to get rid of all the old, weak, dying, sick people. Wow. <laughs> Terrible. Wow. Darwinism. Well, clearly. Darwinism. Just truly Darwinism. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. Um, I was talking to Uncle Eddie. Mm. And whether we want to accept it or not, this, this like all disease, tends to target people with an infirmity. Um, the elderly are always in scope as well. And uh, particularly when you consider the elderly, as Uncle Eddie said, 
when he hears that somebody of 84 years old has passed away, he said, oh, but they had an underlying condition. <laughs> yes, but being 84 is an underlying condition. <laughs> I said, you're right. That's actually an overlying condition. Um, and it's not to, you know, be dismissive of the impact on the elderly. But I do think that there is a degree of irrationality behind the reaction to the fact that extremely elderly people yeah. are passing away. Yeah. yeah. And I think they're that, passing away. And I think that the, the reaction know? to something that has a fatality rate of what? Like 2%, mm-hmm. which is lower than SARS was. Andy Bolo, I think, eh. I'm also saying this, this as well. Larger. I did some calculations there. I still have the calculation yeah. on my, because I was, you know, in anticipation of this. Mm. In Wuhan in China, or yeah. across China, there have been about approximately... 80,000. Yeah. Something like Dead. That. Oh, dead? Yeah. No. Right. No, no, no. That, that's, that's, the ma- that's the number that matters to me. Oh, the death. The death. Oh, it's okay. 2,000. Right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Right. No, 3,024 or something, right? How many people are there in China? A billion, close to. 1.3 billion. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Right? Yeah. 2,000 people. What is that as a percentage? Ah. Of the population. North point, north, zero north, point zero north, zero north, zero north, zero one six. No. Then it north. was. Uh, sorry, how many noughts, Kamal? Um nine. No, no, no. I mean as much as I'd like it to be that. I, I said five. No. I wanna say something something. Oh. And so, after having no, there were four zeros. So like, okay. after um, speaking to Uncle about this, mm. it became very clear to us very, very, very quickly that we're we're all idiots. Yeah. You know? We're just no. insanely paranoid. Again, yeah. it's not to dismiss or diminish what's happening. It's not, but, but it is to say. It's a cold man. Yeah, yeah, mm. really. I but mean, from day fact, one, sorry, I called this racist I flu. More people die of the COVID code than they do than this. I would say that's a distortion, personally. And the reason for that is that the common cold, we have a vaccine. Yeah. Right? We have a vaccine that, okay, it's going to be effective maybe for 60% of the population or whatever, but we'll mitigate against the number of people that will pass away from it. And the vaccine is taken usually by people who are extremely susceptible. So I, I recognize that more people have died from the common cold, but this ain't over by a long shot anyway. No, I'm talking in terms of a rate. The rate is, no, the rate is much higher with this. Is it? The rate of deaths from the common cold is 0.01. Ah, fair. 0.01. That's already, what, 100 times less. Mm. And so when you look at this in the context of what we've been experiencing so far, it's like 2%. 2% is huge for any disease. Apart from, unless it's Ebola, in which case. The, oh, then, and, the, or as Eddie calls it. And then it jumps up to, say, certain 18% death. for 70 plus. Mm. So, so that's the age bracket. Yeah. And even then, within those, you can, again, look at other sort of mitigating factors. So, you know, underlying conditions. Yeah. When they looked at um, the number of, the rate of the elderly that were passing away in Wuhan or in China in general, above the age of 65, there are a lot of, it's not just the age of 65, but there are a lot of men over the age of 65 in China who smoke mm. heavily. Mm. Not just smoke, they smoke heavily. Um, it's not the same with the women. So even though there were comparable um, rates of affliction across the genders at that age group, 
the men were dying off in much greater frequency, which men do anyway. I yeah, we do anyway. I was gonna say we do die. Thanks. We do die. No, we do. We have a we have a life expectancy. Yeah, because yeah. we do stupid things like war. It's true. <laughs> It was supposed to be a little bit more. Well, know, another it's factor that contributes a lot is the fact. Okay. Sound. Yeah, it wasn't just you know, about war. <laughs> <laughs> like masculine egos and things and small things. Yeah, that's what I was. Another thing is that um, yes, typically men are taller. And reach, um, yeah, I think it was the, the taller you are, the more you're gonna die. Yeah, but not shat. I think it was for each inch, yeah, you are taller than five foot eight. No, it's like five. So five, you inch, have inch, like 1.3 years less, yes, for each inch of life. Yeah, yeah, over that height, eh, just eh. because your blood, your heart has to do a lot more, yeah, because your body's bigger. Of course, okay. I also think where that was concerned, though, that was predicated on. Men back in the day who did nothing, nothing at all. They just sat down and waited to be fed. And on that basis, if you just watch somebody whose primary activity is sitting back and watching their ass grow larger, then I don't really think that we can we can anticipate that they will have an extended life cycle. Right. Uh, but no, I've 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 been I've been aware of that. Um and it's also like where, when when tall people get injuries, they tend to sort of take longer to heal mm. because you know, more to but there's more to heal, and your heart has to work that much harder. Mm-hmm. And as I found out when I had operate an operation on my feet, that's the furthest point from your heart, so it takes the longest to heal in any part of your body. Lowest blood circulation. Ah, that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just making me hurt thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I so, was the funeral that we're supposed to be going, well, I don't know about we, but there is another family funeral, which is scheduled for next Friday, a week on Friday. Saturday. Saturday even. Mm. Um, oh, it's, yeah, it's three days, sorry. Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I thought I was right. So what I would ask you guys is, do you think that should be going ahead? Um, I would echo your point that you told me. That again, me not taking it seriously, like, yeah, me being blase, yeah, go on, go ahead with the funeral, everything's gonna be fine. But dad, with some more um, elderly folk, no, no, elderly, no, dad having more caution, <laughs> not just throwing caution into the wind, said, um, no, it wouldn't, it, it should be called off. And I think, and I agree, um, because of just the risk factor alone, yeah, even if none of us do or don't have it or are carriers, um, and even if. In my head, the melanin keeps me away from this disease. I that's how we just want to talk about as well. Stop the Idris Elba. Idris Elba has the disease. He has. But Idris Elba is going to recover in like two days. Yeah. Caleb Hudson Adoy had it, and in two days he was killed. He was fine. Yeah, but he's ah. an extremely young, fit athlete who, to be perfectly frank, didn't he, even know he had it. Yeah, and he, he also, said, "Oh." He also recovered Is that from what it was? an ACL tear in two months. Yeah, so, so he's a freak yeah, of it's nature. Yeah, him. Okay, fair. Right, he's a freak of nature. Fair. That's never been done in medical uh, history. Okay, but the one case in Africa that we assumed was coronavirus was a man hungover. So 
No, no, no. There's more than one case in Africa. Ghana is shut down now. Is it? Yes. Oh, no, Nan. Yes, Nan is very upset. So let's oh. talk about yes. Wait, yeah. when, she, when did it get shut down? I'm no, talking to her yesterday. Yeah, well... <laughs> What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Tell well, her everything's going to be fine. Yes, well, it's you lied. Fine. You lied to your grandmother. <laughs> you lied to her. Nan, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, oh, oh, come on. Why are you used to tell me the truth? Yeah. So, anyway, Ghana has shut his borders. Jesus, um, but I think it's actually specifically to the UK, oh. Italy, oh, no. France, oh, no, all no, the no. places where it's really bad, oh, basically. No, yeah. So, um, but but Nan has residency, so oh, she? she can go back if she wants, but she'll be in quarantine. Why am I laughing? Why are you laughing? I'm laughing because. God help the medical professionals <laughs> that have to look after your grandmother. Yeah, oh, to, Lord. It might get to the point where she just went out of England and she'll take the quarantine. Oh, yeah, I think no, she would. She, yeah, she, she, I think she would. Yeah, it's so cold. Because this is messed yeah. up, man. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I think the cold, she's been quite lucky with it, really. Yeah, I think... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah man, I, mean, I think she has. I think she's yeah, had I mean, a serious yeah. I think in, in terms of, like, looking at London, I, I, I'm loving this girl. I don't know about you. I, I'm right? not gonna lie. Like the, this whole, the whole. I'm not gonna lie. Atmosphere of no one's outside. It's so, it, it's <laughs> so, really nice. It's so it's, it's so it's comfortable so and peaceful. Nice. It's like it's on not, the train. It's so oh, beautiful. I said to you, Uncle Eddie, well, at least there'd be no knife crime. <laughs> no, fam, no, that guy looked like he got a temperature, blood. <laughs> no, man, seriously. Some guy runs up to you with a knife. <laughs> that's oh, it. Yeah, literally. So, literally. About, what? That's, that's what you're bringing to the table, blood. <laughs> Take this. Throw tissues at him. <laughs> man, so, yeah, silver, silver lining to the COVID yeah. cloud. Like, today was beautiful. Oh, it was. It was. So I was walking off the bridge. There was no one there. The gym, there, was, there was no one, no one out there. The was like, there was no one out there, and then there were like thirty people at the gym. Crazy. Compared to I don't know, 60, 70. I don't know. Maybe I'm over exaggerating, but there, it was. Well, so I'm not going to know what it's like out there anymore because oh, you're working from home. I'm part of the. Yeah, man. What is this? Home, ISIS. ISIS are actually working from home, and I'm not able to work from home. <laughs> Real terrorists are being told to stay at home, but I'm not being told to stay at home. I cannot believe this. Look, That's I'm because they tomorrow. need you Listen, to run your facilitation programs. Oh, oh, to, 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 which to, these guys are coming? Which users are coming to be part of These guys are coming. Listen, last uh, week, last week we had to terrorists? explain. Nah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. there's no terrorizing. Yeah. There's no people to terrorize. No, we had to explain to them um, last week about all of the symptoms and what you need to do. And da, 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 da. So now we just put paranoia into their heads yeah of course so they probably won't come in but um franco my colleague at work as she uh she's just about to start her first tsp group but it's an evening group in um tottenham yeah and she lives in barnet so she's already averse to going but she messaged me today she's like oh, we're looking like a myth tomorrow i don't i don't know what i'm gonna do because these people aren't gonna come in so am I going to waste four to five hours up until about seven o'clock for people that are probably not going to come in because it's free groups and the group hasn't even started really. So I doubt that they would be, they would even be breached per se. I was like, oh, frankly, yeah, because that's, that's true. But, but you, you have to be in. So I know I'm kind of going in tomorrow regardless. I will yeah. work from home on maybe Friday. The reality is though that it's going to come Definitely to a point when 
decisions will be taken out of businesses' hands. Yeah. And is your government your you're not a government employee, but you're working in a kind of an in, 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 in yeah that's a satellite um, operation in and around public sector, or you're facilitating public sector activity. Mm. Um, I, I would be flabbergasted if there isn't some clear directive to you guys by the end of this week. Um, but a week is they, a long time, man. Yeah. When I think of like, when did I go to Glasgow last there week? Are... Jeez, okay, so yeah, okay. so this time last week I was flying to Glasgow, mm. and, then um, and still, and I was a bit concerned because I was going through City Airport. No, that was a week before, actually. Oh, it was the week it before, yeah. It wasn't like, Lincoln no, you're right, was last you're week. right. Lincoln was last week. Mm. Um, so that was not a bit nerve-wracking in that there were lots of flights, connecting flights to Milan from City Airport, so you think to yourself, mm, I need to be aware. Mm. But then there was much less information then, or the information was sporadic um, and inconsistent. So last week, just looking on a personal trajectory, and things had already ramped up significantly when I went to Lincoln, which was what Wednesday of last week. But by the time I got back, and I was noticing it palpably in terms of the journeys I was taking as well, there were less and less people. Mm. I have never, ever, ever been on a train at rush hour going to the north and had... A seat. No, no, not not so much a seat because I had booked my seats in advance. Mm. But just having no one in the seats in front of me, behind me or to the side of me, mm. literally. Um, and I'm not going to deny that that was, yeah, it was quite pleasant. <laughs> I could get used to this. Um, I think, um, but then when you think about why it's happening as well, it's, it's sobering. Mm. It's sobering. Sobering, but also annoying. Because like you, even though I'm at the other end of the age spectrum, I'm just very, you know, I don't know, I'm just not impressed by society. Western society's complete inability to manage crisis. Yeah. It's yeah. just terrible. When I look at how people are suffering in Africa, all over the world, yeah. and how they deal like, with things, um, like Syrians must be looking at this and laughing. It's ridiculous. They actually did really well in China with um, quarantining the actual disease. Because they built 10 new hospitals a day. Yeah, but you can't like, do any of that. Oh my God. And knocked down one of them. Just, yeah, just, they, just because been, they were talking too much. <laughs> that's a bit, a bit increasing in terms of the numbers that have been, um, what's called, oh, affected. No. Like, not as much as okay, well, anywhere near as back much. To, back to a week yes, is a long time. That's because they found a new vaccine. It's back called... to... <laughs> yeah, they did that in South Korea. Mate! That was the vaccine. That was the first person that could, that contracted the coronavirus was shot dead. Mm. Crazy. I know, it's not even funny, really. No, but um, anyway, to put it back into context, as you were saying, seven um, a week is a long time. Mm. In a day, there have been 349 more deaths in Italy. A day alone. Exactly. So it's a madness. Week, uh, so, yeah. It's in, madness. Um, truly is. But, but um, yeah, to be honest, but, to be honest. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Um, the actual virus, in terms of the actual way it spreads, it's like the Spanish flu, which was after World War One, mm. where there's two types of flu: ones that um spread rapidly, and ones that are more potent. The Spanish flu was kind of a mixture of that, but it was more to the end where it would be more potent, and I feel like. Um, and I forgot who it was I think it was Bill Gates they were saying if there was to be a flu like the Spanish flu in um, the modern era 
yeah. all day. Yeah. It would, there'll be nowhere near as many deaths. I think there was, there were loads of deaths. It was like 100 minutes, something like that, mm-hmm. in the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had to remember that was a, a proportion of a, a world population that was much less. Yeah, exactly. Right after World War One. So, mm-hmm. um, as, as well as, as the lower population. But he was saying that there would be significantly less deaths, it would only be like 100,000. But everyone would have it at some point. Right. And I feel like that's going to be the case with the coronavirus. Yeah. And now, well, funny enough, the point I was going to sort of raise was this herd immunity mm. that they're talking about. Um, and I suppose there was always going to be one occasion when I, I go against what seems to be my core principles. Um, and I'm going to be doing this publicly on the podcast now. And going against my core principle is agreeing with Boris Johnson. Mm. The, the approach that I believe is the most pragmatic is to, people need to get infected, right? Uh, I, 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 there's no politically correct way to say that. Yeah. And there's no practical way to say it. Mm. But the reality is that the virus, viruses don't go away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They don't yeah, just... They the don't... Please. They don't go away. No. In April, some are saying. <laughs> you know? Like that idiot was was expressing. Um, so, ultimately, how do we start to arrest it in, in any way, shape, or form? People need to have an immunity. Mm. We need to build up an immunity. And apart from everything else, when you're starting to sort of look at immunity, you know, looking at the antibodies that people have developed in order to fight the immunity is one of the best ways to sort of go about doing that. I'm looking at the scientists in the room. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All three of you, really. Um, yeah. Okay. So the idea behind herd immunity would be that if 60% of our population... No, it's like 90. 90? Yeah, it's 60, 60. 90. If 90% of the population... Um, are vaccinated and have an immunity to said disease, then it protects the ten percent that aren't vaccinated because the because it won't be able to spread from A to B to C if B has um an immunity. Well, I try to turn that to those stupid bubs or bubs that <laughs> there. I'm not I'm not claiming them against the measles. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. It's stupid. So 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 stupid. Um. So yeah, no. I think. Back. I think if we're being honest again. It, it it it's like oh it's like chickenpox. Yeah, so back in the day, if 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 someone one of us it, had chickenpox, it was like yeah. bring the rest of the kids round, let's yeah. give them all chickenpox at it's one just time. Really because you chicken. don't, because eventually mm. it means that none of them will ever get chickenpox again. Yeah, and it's just and it's very done. dangerous. Um, in the latter stage, you are exactly that's what which is this is it's chickenpox. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> So we need to I'm have corona it. parties and yeah. find oh, some people parties. who've got it and then... No, but really... That really just sounds like... That's it just needs... Like yeah, like, like shine down the school. It's, Dad, shh, please. I'm just trying to get a time of work. For God's sake. <laughs> oh, Dude. It's not time you. off. You're working from home. Work, yes, you're right. I'm trying to get work from home. Please. Everyone's going to hear this. Everyone's going to hear about it. Your skiving intentions. I work well from home. Yes, you work really well. I worked well from home today. Yeah, you worked really well. Whatever. I'm not going to do this. I worked well from home today. You worked from home today? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Beautiful day. Of work. Yeah, yeah well, this this thing could be going on for months. I know, and I don't know how we manage that. 
sort of the measures that are being put in place and the and the amount of layoffs that that you're hearing mm. in the travel industry alone and um as you're talking about Auntie Carrie, Auntie Carrie. two days fifty percent work yeah, 50, fifty percent pay is ridiculous. So to think, I I don't know how you manage, a sort of policies like that over Does the course the, of yeah it's several just, months. It's over people several can't live months. Like that. Which is why this is just pointless. Don't get yeah, me wrong. It is. Work from it's home. Just... This is, look, for me, this is about, not what this is about, sorry, but the opportunity though, or, or I used the word opportunity earlier um, without wanting to sound like a hippie because in every crisis there is opportunity. In every sort of pitfall that you experience, there's the opportunity to rise up. And assessing the working patterns and the working culture that we have and capitalism and the structure of capitalism and how it's structured. Yeah. I think this is the perfect time to do it. This has cast a really, really harsh light on our so-called leaders. Oh, I love and it. it has really put so into much. stark, stark focus yeah. the, the ineptitude yeah. of these populist scumbag numpties that they've elected all over the world. Of That's course, the, 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 the two blonde doofuses are the ones who are at the top of that list. When you look at both of them, um, you you realise that they're, we're doomed. But we always like, If we're depending on them, the, we're yeah, doomed. The, it's, it's, it's actually disgusting. And the, the general populism, those that wanted to vote for them, Always Those that did, did vote, that for did them. vote for them. Did. Oh, the kind of people who die from Corona. No, yeah, number one. <laughs> yes, very good. Imagine, imagine, imagine if the NHS was actually privatized. See, imagine, like, imagine if they had actually gone through that. But and I'm it saying, is kind of part privatized yeah. anyway. Let's mm. not get it twisted. But saying, yeah, imagine if it had. Imagine really? if we had. The voters that have voted for these individuals always should love to give them excuses. On Twitter yesterday, I saw, oh, this is what would happen. This, the current climate that we're in, is what would happen if Jeremy Corbyn was elected Prime Minister. That you say, while under a Boris Johnson government. I cannot understand how you can say this is what would happen if... if, But this is is what is happening (laughs) with... with, It's just stupid. It's stupid. So nothing nothing ever changes because it's so ingratiated. I will just, you know, I, you know, I've... In the immediate term, nothing changes. In 25 years, man, they're all dead. I don't don't think we had to wait that long. I just think that at the end of the day, your generation needs to be more inclined to to, to revolt, to have revolution. And I don't think your generation is particularly good at doing that. Your generation is very good at Twitter outrage Mm. and keyboard activism. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We... Our generation didn't have any choice but to be seen hmm. and to be heard. And truth be told, I don't think I was seen and heard enough of. When I look at the the kind of really um, definite positions that I have, the definite moral and political positions that I have, um, I pretty much had them since I was your age. But I didn't do... When I look back now, I think I would have liked to have been... More, more, active. more of an activist. Mm. Um, but that actually took action, whereas today it's just like... That's what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I don't like, think that's oh. fair. 
really. Yeah, no, they don't have to no, go no. down somewhere and protest and stand yeah, outside. Yeah, I mean, this, listen, I, I can do, do the free Nelson Mandela I think we do and, that. I'm not saying you don't. I don't think, I think you're brilliant at it. I think that, I think that you're, you're, look, I do think that your generation is a bit more precious. Yeah. I think you're highly sensitive. And there are a variety of reasons for that. And to be perfectly frank, you had parents like us. We were trying to condition you to be more sensitive and aware and blah, blah, blah. The flip side of that, I think, as well, though, is it's made you kind of sometimes rage about the things that you have no control over and to sort of be far too cynical about the things that you can have some control over, which is the curse of most young people anyway. But your generation have definitely got a fair few challenges to contend with in that respect. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know about this guy, honestly. I mean, I think I think that because you're not seeing as rapid a change as say as say what you've experienced growing up, you're assuming that there isn't that much being done. But say the Black Lives Matter movement and um even Greta Stormberg as a as an individual, yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine at sixteen. Mm-hmm. I don't I think that things are being done. I just don't think change is occurring right now. Not to say that moving forward, things won't change. Okay, maybe I didn't make my point clearly enough. Um, I would not doubt, I I, I would not um, dispute for a second that there are some amazing uh, young people who are doing amazing things and are particularly vocal and visible. Um, and use the sort of new mediums through social media to articulate those points incredibly well. The point that I'm making is that, and also I think what you need to sort of consider within that is that I work in an environment where I am privileged enough to be in and around young people, particularly politicised young people, um, regularly. And so I do think that I've got some awareness of the kinds of things that seem to be important to this generation. Um, I don't see too much of the, and I use Black Lives Matter, which is a great example, actually, I don't see too much of the rebellion that is often aligned with those kind of movements comparative to previous movements that I've seen. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's super subjective. And well, I think no doubt. That, I'm only going on the basis of my own experience and, and the interactions that, that I have. I think that the sort of intensity of a movement doesn't need to be as what I would say is volatile mm-hmm. as it was prior to the point in which we're at because the move, movements themselves are shouldn't no longer be should no longer be based on sort of passionate aggressive um protest and more so something a bit more succinct and beautiful something that makes you look at the world more more outside of this is people and this is suffering and um and more to a point of this is life and we're trying to change it i think that i think that the generations prior to um my own 
um, have built a foundation which allows us to move in that in that direction. Yeah. I don't think Malcolm X would want... No, not Malcolm X, because he was radical as well. I don't think... Um, well, the end of his life. Yeah, not the end of his life. Okay, cool, yeah. So I don't think Malcolm X would advocate for um, sort of things that he would align towards at the start of his um, activism. Alongside that, ah, no. I think it's it's like... It's like looking at my... T- mm, nah, this isn't a good analogy. But the thing is, right, you're saying um, rebellion doesn't mean it has to be violent. Rebellion can be something as simple as saying, you know what, um, I'm not contributing to the economy the way you want me to. Rebellion can be, you know what, um, we're, we're refusing to pay our student loans. You know, or something, something that 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 impacts people, or impacts the 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 power brokers, in a way that nothing that is being done at present does impact the power brokers. Rebellion could be this this whole idea. I can't. Your generation are the first generation that I can remember where internships have almost become like a norm, a norm that's kind of accepted throughout so many blue chip companies. And it's just a form of modern day slavery, really. But that's just, and I'm not saying that every last millennial or or person from your generation is just oblivious to, you know, the, the, the you know the possibility of 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 um not rebellion but uh resistance or or, or trying to change things um i think your your generation is very very good at that the, the the thing that i'm saying is that when you talk about this this you know means of making your point through a connectivity to things that are more beautiful and more esoteric or, or more that, that, that have more of a a kind of Lost basis from value. yeah but yeah um but come from a place of love almost rather than contention something that's seeking to uh create a, a union between people rather than something that has more of a destructive intent behind it. All I would say is that rebellion doesn't necessarily, to me though, the rebellion isn't, um, doesn't have negative or violent connotations behind it. Rebellion just means, no, I'm not taking this anymore. And I'm going to do X. Now the, 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 the choices that people choose to make thereafter, they can be, aggressive, they can be assertive, they can be um, peaceful, whatever adjective people use to attach to it. But um, I don't, but I, I don't know what that's in reference to, because if we're going for my generation, at least, because I'm not a millennial, um, we don't like we don't have the scope to make to I don't, I don't know what you're expecting of, because we don't have the scope to make change. And it shouldn't necessarily be our um, responsibility alone to make change um, because we're all coming if we're going on my generation we're, go, we're coming into 
being out of financial independence. So outside of violent rebellion, it's not like we can make a financial um a financial standpoint or a financial rebellion or anything that that affects society as a whole because we don't we, we don't have the scope or power to do to do any of that. There isn't enough of us to do that. So I don't know what I don't I, I don't know what you expect of us to do with such well not so with with little at hand. As you said, it's, it's it shouldn't be your responsibility. No, we're all responsible. We all have a part to play. Anyway, where, how did we get to this? I don't know. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, it was we corona. were talking about I was just really talking about the different generation approach to how we resolve these situations and um, how we approach certain things. Um, yeah, it's went from corona to political leaders to... Yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, there we go. The, yeah. 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 Right. Anyway. So finding the solutions and stuff, and that's where the uh, conversation became slightly apolitical. So, I guess that's the end. Yeah. This has been... Free Men, men 